Then, with regard to the continuation, what occurs on page 217, point number 26, the saying of the Imam al-Barbahari, rahimahullah, وَالسَّمْءُ وَالطَّاعَةِ لِلْأَئِمَّةِ فِيمَا يُحِبُّ اللَّهُ وَيَرْضَاهُ وَمَنْ وَلِيَ الْخِلَافَةَ بِإِجْمَاعِ النَّاسِ عَلَيْهِ وَعِضَاهُمْ بِهِ فَهُوَ أَمِيرُ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ لَا يَحِلُّ لِأَحَدٍ أَنْ يَبِيتَ لَيْلَةً وَلَا يَرَى أَنَّ لَيْسَ عَلَيْهِ إِمَامٍ بَرًّا كَانَ أَوْ فَاجِرًا He's saying, Rahimahullah, and hearing and obeying the rulers in that which Allah loves and is pleased with. So whoever becomes the Khalifa <coughs> through the consensus of the people for him and they're being pleased with him, then he is the Amir al-Mu'mineen, the chief of the believers. It is not permissible for anyone to spend a night thinking that he has no ruler over him. Whether he, mean the ruler, be righteous or sinful. Shaykh al-Fawzan, said in explanation, from the usul, from the fundamental principles of the Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah that are made clear in the Book of Allah and the Sunnah of the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is As-Sam'u wa-Ta'ah Amur al-Muslimin is hearing and obeying those in authority of the affairs of the Muslims. And then Shaykh Fawzan goes on to mention evidences from the book and the Sunnah for this. He said, he the Most High said, Ya ayyuhal ladheena amanu ati'u Allah wa ati'u rasul wa ulil amri minkum. Surah Nisa, the fourth surah, ayah 59, with the explanation. O you who believe, obey Allah and obey the Messenger and those in authority amongst you. Shaykh Razan said, commenting, minkum from amongst you, meaning from the Muslims. And he said, an evidence from the hadith, he said, and the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, usikum bi taqwa Allah wa sam'i wa ta'ah wa in ta'ammara alaykum abd. And the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, I counsel you with taqwa, with dutifulness to Allah and with hearing and obeying even if a slave takes charge of you. In the footnote they mention this is a part of the hadith of Al-Irabad ibn Sariyah and this checking is already preceded. And this hadith is a hadith reported by Abu Dawood and Al-Tirmidhi and Ibn Majah and others and declared Sahih authentic by Shaykh al-Rabban. The famous hadith, part of the long hadith. He said, Shaykh Razan said, and in a narration, وَإِن تَأَمَّرَ عَلَيْكُمْ عَبْدٌ حَبَشِيهِ And in one narration, there's the wording, even if an Abyssinian slave takes charge of you. In the footnote they say, reported by Al-Bukhari, and the reference in Al-Bukhari is hadith number 693, as we said, all the, all the reference numbers in referred to here in the footnotes to Al-Bukhari, all, all the numbers are wrong. So the actual reference is hadith number 693 from Anas radiallahu anhu. 
Some reported by Muslim in his Sahih, Hadith 1837, from a Hadith of Umm al-Husayn. It says Umm al-Husayn here, and it should say Umm al-Husayn. Then they continue, and in some of the wordings of the Hadith, or one of the wordings of the Hadith reported by Muslim, وَإِنْ كَانَ عَبْدًا حَبَشِيًّا مُجَدَّعَ الْأَطْرَافِ Even if it be an Abyssinian slave with his limbs cut off. Sheikh Al-Bazan, back to the main text, Sheikh Al-Bazan said, the explanation of Sheikh Al-Bazan, he said, mentioned that narration himself, he said, and in a narration, Abdun مُجَدَّعُ الْأَطْرَافِ Even if it be a slave whose limbs are cut off. In the footnote, they mention reported by Muslim as Hadith 1837, again from a Hadith of Umm al Husayn, and also reported by Muslim as Hadith 648 from Abu Dhar. Sheikh Bazan said, explaining this wording of the Hadith, even if it be an Abd who is Mujadda. Al-Atraf said meaning with his feet and his hands cut off as long as, as he is Waliul Amr the one in authority it is obligatory to obey him upon good so this is from the Usul from the fundamentals of Aqidah and the one who revolts against the Muslim rulers he is from the Dalim. He is from those people who are astray. Either he will be a Khariji, one of the Khawarij, or he will be a Mu'tazili, one of the Mu'tazila, or a person of some false sectarian way, some false and futile sectarian way, contrary to the Sunnah of the Messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. His saying was, سَمْعُ وَطَاءَ لِلْأَعِمَّةِ فِيمَا يُحِبُّ and hearing and obeying the rulers with regard to that which Allah loves and is pleased with. Shaykh al-Razan said, with this aid, with this restriction, in the obedience to the rulers is with this restriction here, with regard to that which Allah loves and is pleased with. For as for ma'asiyah, as for sin, then they are not obeyed in that. The rulers are not obeyed in that which is ma'asiyah, sinful, disobedience to Allah. They are not obeyed in that. He, he, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, لَا طَاعَةَ لِمَخْلُوقٍ فِي مَعْصِيَةِ الْخَالِقِ There is to be no obedience to the creation in disobedience to the Creator. In the footnote they mention this hadith reported by Imam Ahmad in the Musnad and Al-Tabarani in Al-Mu'jim Al-Kabir and Al-Qubai in the Musnad Al-Shihad and others and the wording here is Al-Tabarani and of Al-Qubai and the wording of Ahmad is لَا طَاعَةِ لِمَخْلُوقٍ فِي مَعْصِيَةِ اللَّهِ There is to be no obedience to, to a created being in disobedience to Allah and this is from a hadith, uh, from a hadith of Imran ibn Hussain, radiallahu anh, and it was declared sahih, authentic by Shaykh al-Awdani, in al-Sahihah, number 179. Then they mentioned in the footnote, 
and its origin, the, the, or, the basis for this had the basis of this occurs in the two Sahihs as a hadith of Ali radiallahu anh. And it will follow in the next section, next part. In the next sentence indeed. Then Shaykh Fawzan said, and he, alayhi salatu wassalam, said, إِنَّمَا طَاعَةُ فِي الْمَعْرُوفِ Obedience is only in what is good. In the footnote they mention, reported by Al-Bukhari in the Sahih, and the reference should be Hadith 7145. And Muslim in his Sahih, Hadith 1840. As a Hadith of Ali, radiallahu anhu, was just indicated, and the wording of Muslim is لا طاعة في معصية الله إنما طاعة في المعروف There is no obedience in disobedience in disobedience to Allah Obedience is only in what is good Shaykh Fawzan said And this does not mean that if the one in authority orders a sin to be committed that he is to be stripped of his rulership. doesn't mean that. Rather, just that he is not obeyed upon this sin. It's not to be obeyed upon this sin. But he is still to be obeyed in whatever is not a sin. And his rulership remains. And he is obeyed in that which is not a sin. He's saying, وَمَنْ وَلِيَ الْخِلَافَةَ بِإِجْمَاعِ النَّاسِ عَلَيْهِ وَرِضَاهُمْ بِهِ فَهُوَ أَمِيرُ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ And whoever becomes the Khalifa by consensus of the people upon him and, and they're being pleased with him then he is Amir al-Mu'mineen he is the chief of the believers. Sheikh Fawzan said, this is an explanation of how rulership comes about because imama rulership it comes about in one of a number of ways and then Sheikh Fawzan goes on to mention the three ways in which rulership is attained for the Muslim ruler he mentions three so he begins with the first he said the first matter is that which the author mentioned and it is the one whom the Muslims choose and what is meant by those who choose the ruler is Ahlul Halli Wal Aqd those who choose the ruler are the people of authority and influence with regard to the scholars, the ulama and the umara, the governors and the Ashab al-Siyasa, people of political affairs, people in charge of political affairs of the state, for Umar al-Ajnad, and the chiefs of the armies, the army chiefs. And it does not mean that choosing the ruler is for everyone, every single person to do, with regard to the children, and the women, and the town dwellers, and the Bedouins. That's not the case. When we say consensus of the people, of, the, of authority and influence, it doesn't mean every single person in the, in the land has to, he has a choice in who the leader is going to be. He said, because the people follow 
Ahlul Halli wal Aqd. The rest of the people follow on from the people of authority and influence. So if the people of authority and influence choose a ruler, it becomes obligatory upon the rest of them, upon the rest of the people, to obey him. And this is just as occurred with the Khilafah of Abu Bakr al-Siddiq. Because the companions, after the passing away of Allah's Messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, they were agreed upon giving the pledge, the bay'ah, to al-Siddiq, to Abu Bakr radiallahu anhu. So the rest of the nation, they followed on from those who chose al-Siddiq. And the affair was not opened up to everyone to have a share in choosing. Because this is from the role specific to the people of authority and influence. So the Muslims chose Abu Bakr who was the best of them. And this choice they made has evidences in the Sunnah of the Messenger then Sheikh Fawzan quotes two evidences for this. I think that's the choice that those in authority chose from the companions. They chose Abu Bakr. And no doubt he was the best of them. And then Sheikh Fawzan said, and that choice of theirs, there's evidences to show that it was what was, in, was indeed correct. Not that there's any doubt about that, as much as the companions had consensus upon. But he just brings two points to show that was the correct choice. He said, firstly, that Abu Bakr was the most excellent one of the companions unrestrictedly no one disagreed about this and secondly that the messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam gave indications he gave isharat indications that he would succeed him that he gave indications that Abu Bakr radiallahu anhu was going to succeed him indication not direct but indications so he said from them is that when he fell sick with his final illness he put him forward he put Abu Bakr forward for the prayer to lead the Muslims in the place of prayer of Allah's Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam hadith as I mentioned in the footnote reported by Bukhari and Muslim from hadith of Aisha radiallahu anha he said and he stood in the standing place of Allah's Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam This is an indication that he would be their Imam in the, in the Khilafah also just as he was their Imam in the prayer So they chose, so therefore they chose Abu Bakr Radiallahu Anh And the people understood this indication The Shaykh said And they said, when they chose Abu Bakr that he said should it be the case that Allah's Messenger وسلم, was pleased with you for our religion and that we are not pleased with you for our worldly, worldly life and that's what they said with regard to Abu Bakr they, that's what they said when they chose him to be in charge of them they said mean referring back to the fact that the Prophet وسلم, put them put them in charge of the prayer they said when Allah's Messenger وسلم, was pleased with you to take charge of us with regard to our religion, should we not be pleased with you to be in charge of our worldly affairs? 
Sheikh said, and the pledge to him, the bay'ah, was carried out. And the companions were agreed upon that. Those who were involved in directly choosing, and those who were not directly involved, then he is a follower. And the Muslims are a single united body and a single hand. And some of the companions, they were actually some of the companions, not all of them, some of them, they're the ones who were involved in directly choosing Abu Bakr and the rest followed on and agreed with that. Then the second matter, which refers to what the Sheikh mentioned earlier, the, the three different ways in which he, the Muslim ruler comes into authority. The Sheikh mentioned the second way. He said, is that when Abu Bakr was at the point of death, he chose Umar ibn al-Khattab and specified him to take his place. So the Muslims heard him and obeyed him. And this is the second way from the ways of establishing rulership. And it is that the person in authority chooses the one who will take charge after him, after his death. Just as Abu Bakr did when he chose Umar. And the third matter, now the third way in which the Muslim rule is comes about, its authority is established. The Sheikh said, if one of the Muslims overcomes and gains authority and causes the people to submit to his rulership, then he will be the chief, he will be their chief and ruler. As occurred regarding Abdul Malik Ibn Marwan. Because when there was this agreement after the death of Yazid ibn Mu'awiyah, then Abdul Malik ibn Marwan ibn al Hakim took control of the affair. There's a side point that was in the year 65. He took charge in the year 65. And his Khilafah lasted until the year 87. 86, 87. Anyway. Sheikh said, so Abdul Malik bin Marwan bin al-Hakim, he took control of the affair. And he was a man who was shahman, bold or astute, haziman, determined, qawiyan, strong. And Allah brought about benefit through him. And the pledge to him, the bay'ah, was established to him. And the Muslims heard him and obeyed. So in that lay good for the Muslims. So these are the ways in which rulership of the ruler can be established. Either by the people of authority and influence choosing, or by the previous ruler specifying the one who will take charge after him, or by someone from the Muslims taking control, seizing control, such that he becomes their ruler and the people submit to him and obey and comply with him. Then, in that case, it is not permissible for anyone to split and break the unity. And however the rulership it comes about and is attained, either of these three, any of these three ways, that's it, then he is the ruler. 
not permissible to split and break, break unity to him. The Sheikh said, quoting the part of the text, and his saying, the Ijma'il Muslimin, and his saying, by consensus of the Muslims. If someone becomes a ruler by consensus of the Muslims, the Sheikh said, it should not be understood from this that it is essential for all of the Muslims to make the choice. However, that will be attained by the consensus of the people of authority and influence. As happened in the time of Abu Bakr radiallahu anhu. And as happened with regard to the Khilafah of Uthman radiallahu anhu. For the ones who made, for the ones who chose him were the Ahl al-Shura, were the people of the council, they're the ones who chose him. And they were, they were the remainder of the ten from his paradise. They chose him, so his rulership was established, and no one raised any objection to that. Rather, they all agreed in consensus to the rulership of Uthman, then Shaykh Fawzan moves on to explanation of the last paragraph. He said, He's saying, لا يحل لأحد أن يبيت ليلة ولا يرى أن ليس عليه إمام برا كان أو فاجرا. It is not permissible for anyone to spend a night thinking that there is no ruler over him, whether he be a righteous person or a, wicked, a sinful person. Shaykh Fawzan said, this is a very important matter and it is that it is not permissible for a person to rebel against the united body of the Muslims and to separate away from obedience. For if he does that وَبَاتَ لَيْلَةً وَلَيْسَ لَهُ And he does, as mentioned in the hadith, he spends a single night and he has no ruler Sheikh said, Sheikh Rasan said, mean whose rulership he believes, mean not believing that he has rulership over him, then this person, قَدْ خَلَعَ رِبْقَةَ الْإِسْلَامِ مِنْ أُنُقِهِ This person who spends a single night thinking that he has no ruler whose rulership is upon him, then he has thrown off the rope of Islam from his neck. In the footnote dimension, Muslim reports in his Sahih from a hadith of Abdullah ibn Umar, this hadith, with the wording, وَمَنْ مَاتَ وَلَيْسَ فِي أُنُقِهِ بَيْعَةٌ مَاتَ مِيتَةً And whoever dies, and he does not have pledge, pledge to the ruler upon his neck, he will die a death of the days of ignorance. The footnote continues, and in a narration from Ibn Umar, reported by Al-Hakim in his book Al-Musadraq upon, upon the two Sahihs. مَنْ خَرَجَ مِنَ الْجَمَاعَةِ قِيدَ شِبْرٍ فَقَدْ خَلَأَ رِبْقَةَ الْإِسْلَامِ مِنْ عُنُقِهِ حَتَّى يُرَاجِئَهُ قَالْ وَمَنْ مَاتُ وَلَيْسَ عَلَيْهِ إِمَامٌ بَلْ قَالْ مَنْ مَاتُ وَلَيْسَ عَلَيْهِ إِمَامٌ جَمَاعَةٍ فَإِنَّ مَوْتَتَهُ مَوْتَةٌ جَاهِلِيَّةٌ that the Allah's Messenger وسلم, said, whoever departs from the united body of the Muslims, the Jama'ah, by a handspan, 
then he has thrown off the rope of Islam from his neck until he returns and he said and whoever dies and does not have a ruler the jama'ah upon him a ruler of the united body of the Muslims over him then his death will be a death of the days of ignorance this hadith was mentioned by Shaykh al-Rabani in a sahihah affirming it under hadith number 984 and it was declared by Shaykh Muqbil Shaykh Muqbil rahimahullah in his checking of al-Mustadrak that he said that this hadith is to the standard of Muslim then Shaykh al-Fawzan finished, finished with the last paragraph saying commenting upon this hadith meaning with regard to that, the hadith that whoever spends a night and he has no he regards himself as having no ruler over him then he is thrown off the rope of Islam from his neck the Shaykh said meaning that he was he was along with the Muslims and connected to the Muslims he was joined to the Muslims but when he rebelled he went out from obedience to the ruler then he cut his link with the Muslims just like the small lambs which used to have a long rope which would have loops coming off it and the head the heads of the lambs would be put in these loops to safeguard them from being lost and they were called ribq, they were called nooses so the Muslims being united upon a ruler is likened to that it's been likened to these little sheep that they used to preserve by having little nooses put around the neck all connected to a big rope to keep them safe as she said so the Muslims being united upon a ruler is likened to that so whoever rebels departs from obedience to the ruler then he has thrown thrown off this noose from his neck and exposed himself to becoming lost and to the wolves and to the winds it does not mean that he becomes a disbeliever its meaning is that he has split away from the united body the Jama'ah and he has gone he has exited from obedience so he has become like an animal that has left its connecting rope and has exposed itself to wild animals and to being snatched away or stolen and it should not be said a person should not say this I haven't given any pledge of allegiance and I have no ruler you know what some people say, they say, I didn't actually, people in the, some people in the land went and gave the pledge, but I, I stayed at home, I didn't give any pledge, I haven't got a ruler. She said, it should not be said, I didn't give the pledge of allegiance, the beta, and I have no ruler. Sheikh answered saying, for you are just one of the Muslims. So when the people of influence and authority give the pledge, then you follow on from them. الحمد لله سبحان الله